0: So, Dominique Taylor Twelman, your fellow Terp, has become our newest friend of Debatable. And he said before we got on here that there is no question that is too dumb. And so my question is simply, Taylor, have you unclenched your body yet? Like, no. I'm still like, I- I'm like, I'm still hurting from just the second half of all of that. Yeah,
1: I'm on my third pair of underwear since the uh, game <laughs> finished, which was about 4 5 p.m. And we are uh, talking at 5 p.m. So I'm on my third pair of underwear. That's normal.
2: Yeah, to be clear, the no question, dumb question was meant for you because Taylor and I have had deep soccer conversations. I know all about the footy, so I don't want to talk oh, about right. the holistic goal. I want to talk about the past before the past before the pass. The McKinney mm. pass to death was what was the real key pass there. I don't have a question. I just want to impress you because you're <laughs> handsome.
1: Nick, Nick, honestly, go Terps. First off, secondly, it was one of the best balls of the tournament. And, and, and when they go back and assess this World Cup, they will look at that pass from McKenney and understanding exactly what you just said. Dest has to make that run. Yeah, absolutely, he's going to make that run. But you've got to time that ball perfectly, but at a pace that allows him to pick up his head, see where Polisic's coming. It is a fantastic team goal. And when you go through the group stage, Pablo and Nick, I'm telling you right now, that's going to be in the top three or four best goals this tournament has seen so far.
0: So obviously the owner of the worst balls in the tournament now is Christian Pulisic as a result (laughs) of the thing you just described. Like, is it... What are we supposed to say about him at this point? Because it felt like the obvious joke is just the truth. He sacrificed possibly his entire bloodline to send America into the knockout stage.
1: Yeah, he did. I will tell you guys. There, it, naturally, you think we all think that's what happened. It may be a broken rib. That's oh. the real mm. concern. And so they they reported during the broadcast it was lower abdomen. But Neek, you know this as well yeah. as anyone. Broken ribs turn into difficulty breathing. And I've played with a broken rib trying to run anywhere from six to nine miles. By the way, I never ran six to nine miles in a game. I was (laughs) a cherry picker that ended up on the other end, but that's not the point. The point is a broken rib becomes a real question mark for ballistic. You can shoot it up with all the painkillers you want. But he's going to have to run, so I think a lot of people, in particular Greg Berhalter, the manager, is going to have his fingers crossed that that rib isn't broken, and they're going to find a way to pain manage it. Otherwise, that is a huge question mark going into the game against the Dutch.
2: So to be clear, Terps are tough, uh, just in case uh-huh. you didn't know that, Pablo. That's the only reason through. why I
0: brought it up, by the way. Yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah sorry I'm so, that I... my
0: sorry that my ribs are fully intact.
2: Yeah, yeah apologies. And, and you should be sorry, nerd. All right, so I do think that. Like the basic stuff is the stuff that I think we all know, but most of the people that are watching and listening to this are like me. They want to steal something from you that sounds really smart and in-depth and pass it off as their own original thought. As I do, as I watch White Lotus and listen to podcasts about it, I then pretend (laughs) like I came up with the theory by myself. So please give me (laughs) the insight
1: that only a smart football man would know. Honestly, Nick, that's a great way to put this because I think a lot of people are going to understand what I'm talking about, but it's difficult to see it in soccer. And it, this is what I'm talking about. So in Center leading up to this game, I said the game is going to be won at halftime. And not because whether or not the United States scored the first goal or not, but more so, what does the manager do to combat Iran for chasing the game? Now, Iran going down a goal. That is a backbreaker to them. They don't know how to chase games. They don't know how to get after it. They want to absorb pressure and catch you on the break. Greg Berhalter could have made a real big decision and should have, in my opinion, by bringing on Giovanni Reyna and Brendan Aronson, and then saying to you, Iran, you come at us. I'm going to punch you right back into the face, score the second goal, And now it gives you the breathing room by going to five in the back and defending by making defensive substitutions. Yes. Josh Sargent's injury kind of played into that, but he brought on Haji, Wright. He almost played into the drama and I don't think he needed to, because the opposition does not have enough quality to chase the game. So it was going to be unnatural for them and actually more natural for you to go get the second goal. That was the biggest surprise for me. And I'm still a little surprised. He didn't combat that in a more attacking fashion, if that makes sense.
0: Well, I mean, Dominique, the other thing we like to do on this show is put people who played this sport in a position to be all-knowing deities. Yes. And so, Taylor, you played on the national team. Why the f*** isn't Gio Reyna playing more? Like, I why?
1: No Pablo, I, have, I, I honestly I have no idea. FIFA listed the top 10 players. Someone sent me the article before the tournament started under the age of 23, and Giovanni Reyna was listed third. Third. Mm. <laughs> And he's played eight minutes, maybe nine, if you include the extra time, which, by the way, has been an unbelievable trend in this World yeah. Cup. But that's yeah. a different topic. But honestly, I don't Pablo, I don't know. Now, you guys know this covering other sports. The moment you have a good performance, particularly in a World Cup, the way they did in the first half against Wales, you don't really want to rock the boat and say, well, let's change it because they were fantastic. So if you're going to bring on Giovanni Reina, who do you take off? Christian Pulisic? No. Yeah. Timothy Weah, the answer is no. Yeah. Weston McKenney, no. Eunice Musa, no. So right away, you sit there and say, okay, well, he's not going to start. My surprise has been Greg Burholter has been A-plus with his 11s and the first halves. Right. He's been a C-plus at halftime. And mm. this is where we, we forget, because of COVID, guys, they went from three subs to five. So now you have more of an opportunity to change the game. I'm actually surprised Greg Berhalter because in qualifying, he got the first half wrong and halftime right. And now all of a sudden, it's kind of flipped the script a little bit. He's going to have to find a way to manage the game against Netherlands. And if Giovanni Reina is not part of that equation, then that's going to be the biggest talking point of this World Cup, no matter what they do.
2: Yeah, let's spin it forward. Oh, sorry, Pablo, yeah. you want to follow
0: no, up? No, I, I was going to say, and I'll, I'll I'll hand it to you to spin it forward. Simply that I feel like I am now empowered to blame Greg Burhalter for all of the underwear that we've been soiling, <laughs> because <laughs> that yes. second half was like the first half. It's 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 funny how this has worked watching these games, right? It's sort of like the ecstasy of man, the youngest starting eleven yep. in the field. That was today. It's amazing, and, and, Pablo. No, it, it is. And then the second half, I'm like, why does it feel yep. like I'm in a torture device? Right
1: Pablo, now? I'm going to defend, I'm going to play devil's advocate even against myself and defend Greg Burrell. This is what we do in this sport. It's also why it's the greatest sport in the world because on talk shows all over the world, you can literally debate whatever side the manager makes because the manager has such little of an opportunity to change the game that when he or mm. she does change the game, there's a debate to be had until the next game. My concern is very simple trends and the trends have been 60th minute, 65th minute, go for it. Nick knows me well enough. Mm -hmm. Scared money don't make money. Yeah, yeah, And I've always been of the mindset. I I was a center forward. So partially this is bias, but sometimes the best defense is to go the other way and score the next goal. I'm just shocked. That it hasn't been that way because quite honestly, guys, the three first halves they've played have been fantastic. Right. Completely overshot their expectation in the first half. It's been in the 60th minute where all of us are changing our underwear saying at some point we got to do something.
2: Well, speak for yourself. I have on you the don't same wear yeah. You don't I wear s- underwear. I mean, they're, they're constricting. I need, I need room. Yeah, Fair. But um, Pablo, I got a question for you. Is this what it feels like to be you? Like when you just throw questions at someone and then they give the answer and then they also combat their answer and they like yeah, do no, the whole show by even, themselves?
0: It's pretty incredible. This is nice. You, I could do this all the time. Dominique, you can even do the thing that I like to do where I ask you what your Madden rating was. You can ask Taylor what his FIFA rating was you can laugh at him for that
2: <laughs> well it was great because he's also great. why i'm
0: in the green room right
1: Neat before <laughs> every show i come in here and i just i, I reenact what the show's going to be it's it's visualizing <laughs> what's going oh, on the i just do Will it with myself
2: oh, <laughs> oh, a yeah. phenomenal golfer also but all right i'll i'll spin it forward now to the following game what can we be looking for what's important the one thing that i noticed and again this is just me trying to impress you and sound smart is coming into this World Cup, the the analysis on the men's team has always kind of been we don't have the athletes, and no. it's like amateur analysis, I guess. We don't have the athletes because they're busy playing all these other sports. But when I watched all of these games, including for most of the England game, we got the athletes. like. He- Nick, we got, like, real legitimate speed. Like, I, I was watching this. and I mean, the, the touch and the, the control is not always there. Like, they're, nope. they're errant traps on occasion. But the problem is not do
1: we have the athleticism. And so what do you see in this next game? How do we win this one? Dominique, I'm so glad you brought it up because, yes, it was here. But when SportsCenter tweeted that out, I literally was like, you really think OBJ and Mike Trout are going to oh, help God. us beat england the truth is they would have lost 25 to 0 athleticism isn't an issue the problem it's not bigger faster stronger in this sport either that's what people forget but carlos kirosh the manager of iran what did he say verbatim after they lost to the united states the united states has a bunch of ferraris and the last time i checked a Mm. ferrari is an athlete it's not a toyota prius with all due respect yeah, it's you know service. Pa- you know
0: Pablo, that's a Pablo car. Of
1: course it is. That's I why care I care about the
0: environment, sorry. Yeah. Of course,
1: hey, hey, by the way, Nick, no one dresses like this and then gets into a Toyota Prius, so that's why <laughs> I'm thinking. It, up.
0: it looks like you're is- about to get into an evil hot air balloon, but continue. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the truth is, they're Ferraris. Yeah. They're all- everyone is marveling at what the United States have. Pablo, you just hit the nail on the head. The youngest starting 11 in the World 24. Cup, this is why everyone is so excited. Against the Dutch, Nick, it is going to be exactly the type of game, I'm not saying they're going to win, but that plays into the hands of the strengths of the United States. Defend first. Netherlands are going to dominate possession. Totally fine. But Timothy Wea, Pulisic, Reyna, Aaronson, whoever it may be, now they get to operate in the spaces where, okay, go ahead, bring your best stuff. Now we get out on the break. We can break. We play into the strengths. That's the kind of game this is going to be. It's going to be the exact opposite of what you just watched against Iran, but that's okay because that plays in the United States' hands. But if Polisic is not 100%, that changes it a little bit because he's more of like your slot receiver that operates in space extremely well. He's a space predator. He's an off-the-ball real threat like a – Julian Edelman, for lack of a better comparison, there for you, your go, Pablo, work.
0: you get it now, Pablo? Sorry, I'm still caught up on Space yeah, Predator, which space feels predator. like exactly. a really dangerous that, That's very German of me with. to say
1: Space Predator. That's the <laughs> correct translation. Either way, I think this becomes a very dynamic game to watch. And for the neutral, it's going to be more enjoyable because you're going to see the Dutch at the highest of levels in possession with their tactics and the United States with the real ability to catch them on the counter. I'm actually looking forward to it. I really am because I don't think it's going to be the way Vegas already looks at it. It's minus 120 for Netherlands, three to Mm. one odds for the U.S. But the draw is very close to that. And that tells you Vegas sees this not being a huge underdog the way it was against England, so to speak.
0: Could we do one thing and uh, have you retract that line where you said Mike Trout and replace that with LeBron James? We can get a headline out of it. Odell Beckham Jr. Well, LeBron is, James isn't that would what lose, we do here, Pablo? 25 nothing. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, what Pablo does. We're going to throw it on the screen. We'll have a Chiron, a fake debatable Chiron along the bottom. That would be great. That's all we wanted out of this segment, actually. F- your soccer knowledge. We just wanted LeBron James would lose to Iran. 25 LeBron's to a
1: huge footy fan, but if LeBron was on the soccer field, we would be in real, real trouble
0: yes six eight
2: six eight, eight. Yes. it's really hard to move yeah that's six, what eight.
1: i said lebron take it <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh man hopefully he doesn't uh did we have uh canelo alvarez
1: pocket nick
2: <laughs> i'm sure he could but did we have canelo Al- alvarez like oh that's right in to Messi. whoop messi's
1: ass <laughs> <laughs> like in all seriousness you want to talk about out of touch it was not first off you never mistake a jersey and a flag firstly secondly Now, this is coming from someone I need to have a good understanding of this. I never traded jerseys with anyone because I hated everyone I played. (laughs) However, However, when we played Messi in 2007, there was a bum rush of my teammates looking for Messi's jersey in 2007. That jersey was washed. What Messi and anyone else would do in that situation is that jersey is going to be washed. It is not disrespect. So for Canelo to go that way and in that direction, and especially with Messi, you think the Mexico jersey was the first time Messi ever exchanged jerseys and wiped his feet with it? Like, miss me with the attitude, dude. That. I can't believe I just said that he would no, not, you know, like
2: <laughs> like no, but it seconds. It worked. It worked. It felt, it felt comfortable. Like I feel like you could pull anything off because you're like a, oh. a front man for the boy band. <laughs> this, this boy band that we're just starting.
0: Yeah. yeah. You're the, the, front sp- man. The, the The space predators. Yeah. <laughs> I like they have that. Some real bangers.
2: Yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm the bad boy for obvious reasons. Cause America, yeah, well America's that's
1: right. normal. We just, you're, you're natural. Of course. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Pablo, what's your role in this boy band? Uh, I'm shy, but I maybe I have a secret. <laughs> well done, Jump hey, Pass Dominique. The secret is it took him four years to grow that mustache. How <laughs> dare you! My hormones are just as American
2: as yours. Ah, oh, man, I like it. I do talk about oh. space predators. Uh. <laughs> 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 oh, man. I don't know. You got any more or have we wasted enough? of? No, Taylor you guys fun? have lost
1: a viewer. You guys lost a viewer the moment they saw my face. So nah. we're good. Go Turks. Yeah.